So the first one-on-one presidential visit to Ottawa in a long time took place late last week. We actually haven't had that kind of a U.S. presidential visit to Ottawa since George W. Bush. Um, Barack Obama, Donald Trump, neither of them were here in that capacity. They were both here as part of multinational summits, be it, I think, I think it was G20, G7, something like that. Um, but they were never here just as a one-on-one kind of visit that we had with Joe Biden on Thursday and Friday. So, um, I guess that's important. How important? I don't know. And what came of it? We'll find out. We're going to chat now with Bruce Heyman, the former U.S. ambassador to Canada. Bruce, thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate your time. Pleasure. Good to be with you today. So how, how important are these, these kinds of visits, these one-on-ones, these state visits for both of these leaders? I mean, or, or do we just make too much out of them? Well, look, you can never make too much of the fact that the U.S. president, taking time out of his incredible schedule to fly to Canada to sit down, not only with the prime minister, speak before parliament, sit down with uh, and have conversations with opposition party leaders, governor general, tour a little bit of Ottawa and uh, have some social, but um, clearly some serious moments. This is a big deal. It doesn't happen all that often, as you mentioned. Yeah. And uh, President Biden really, really has a fondness for Canada, but also deeply appreciates the partnership. You make a good point there. And it seemed to me, and I don't know, there was a real emphasis on portraying the relationship between the leaders and by extension, the countries as comfortable and as warm as it's ever been. Um, Is that natural? Is that genuine? I mean, obviously, that was something that I think both leaders tried to portray, but it, it seemed like it was pretty authentic. Yeah, you can't fake that stuff. So yeah. I know both of these men quite well, and I've seen them together previously. And I would just tell you, they're both affable. They're outgoing. They're easy to get along with on a one-on-one basis. <clears throat> but in this particular case, I think they truly like each other. And so, which makes having conversations um, that much easier. If you really like somebody and you're sitting down with your friend and you're trying to find pathways to do some things together, it's a much easier conversation than some of the other, you know, leaders that a president or a prime minister might meet with around the world. And in terms of the relationship between the two countries, um, President Biden made a point of talking about the longstanding relationship that we have and how important it was and how it's a choice that the U.S. makes. I think there's a lot of people that sort of wonder where Canada fits in geopolitically. It seems to me like he was making the point, hey, you're still there right beside us. You're, you're, you're right on our right-hand side, and you're not going anywhere. So the president ended his speech with one word, and he wanted to define that word over and over, and he basically said possibilities. That's what really, I think, defines the Canada-U.S. relationship. There are unlimited possibilities of what we can and should do together around the world and in our neighborhood. And so it's without limitation, and we should just sit down and explore those, and that's what was happening last week. Um, Mr. Heyman, as someone who was involved, as you say, intimately and know both of these men, when we have one of these presidential visits to Canada, in a lot of ways, it's sort of the end of a long process, right? Anything that's been announced, I mean, the negotiations, the back and forth has been done weeks, if not months before, and this is just sort of the official announcement, the opportunity, photo op, if you want to call it that, for the two leaders, right? 
that's exact. Well, look, it's a little more than a photo. Sure, exactly. Then, yeah. You know, if there if there are things that still needed to be worked out at the end by the two leaders, that gets done. But you're absolutely right. Weeks and weeks and weeks go go into this with the embassies, the State Department and Foreign Affairs, the White House, the prime minister's office. They're all working together to try to drive outcomes. And, you know, this is a culmination event when they come together and they meet like this. It is a culmination event and a deliverable event. So the announcements that came out, especially on migrants at the border and those types of things, that didn't just happen sitting around the table on Friday. That was weeks in the making. Going forward, uh, we know that there's some issues that are still sticky, right? I mean, I think the immigration one, that was one that they wanted to deal with. But there's other ones, right? You've got um, Canada's lagging defense spending, for example. You've got, um, you know, American protectionism and some of the issues that Canada's had in terms of the economic policies of the United States and, and vice versa and all those sorts of things. Do they come up? Do these two leaders get down into that sort of micro level or is it all pretty macro and, hey, we're we're still good friends? No, I think it comes up. I mean, I've been I've been in those meetings when um, Prime Minister Trudeau brought very specifically issues like softwood lumber and other things. I've been, right. you know, involved in conversations with the Prime Minister Harper when he was working on Keystone Pipeline or, you know, the bridge that uh, it was currently under construction between uh, Canada and the U.S. at Detroit and Windsor. So. You know, these conversations take place, especially, you know, significant touch points. I, I would say de- defense spending and that kind of thing is not a, a small item. That's a big item. And that's been brought up by presidents and prime ministers um, of all Forever. parties yeah. for years. And so, you know, these conversations are evolving and continue. But I, I, I think I think there was some expectation that there would be maybe some more tension or over some of these issues in this visit. And that wasn't the case at all. And I think both parties went out of their way to demonstrate, hey, while we have some differences, we really can sit down and roll up our sleeves and work through them and compromise and find paths to solutions. And that's exactly what they did, especially, you know, look, I think it's a huge win for Canada on the on the migrants at uh, Roxham Road and the entire border and how we treat that. I think that that was a big pressure point for Canada as a country. And I know the prime minister took that on very directly with the White House. And I think that that was a big win there. You know, as I was saying earlier, in terms of the reviews and the way people are reacting to this visit, there's not been a lot of negativity around it. And like you say, it seems to me it was all the focus was on how strong and how productive the relationship continues to be in spite of what you may be hearing. What does it mean going forward in terms of was it a reset? Was it just a, a reinforcement of the relationship between the two countries or going forward? Are we in a better position than we might have been, say, this time last week? Yeah, I think the latter. We're always in a better position when we can sit down. And the, you had this this convening moment where you had some of the most important, significant parts of the Canadian government and the U.S. government sitting across the table from each other. So it wasn't just the leaders, which is a really important part of this. But, you know, when you have, you know, your ministers of defense and your deputy minister and minister of finance and you have energy and you have all of this and the counterparts all sitting across the table and having these robust discussions. It's, it is 
really valuable and really contributes to the relationship. So we're in a good place. But when you use the word reset, I think in part, Joe Biden is a reset from the experience we had with Donald Trump. And we had to reset the relationship. It was Mm -hmm. so aberrant and so difficult and so challenging for Americans, but also for our relationships internationally, in particular Canada, the way he treated Canada. And so, you know, I think that we, we had to demonstrate that, that we are back. And I know there's some skepticism and there still is some fear about uh, a renewal of a Trump type administration going forward. But that all being said, that that's not the case today. And, and I think that there is, there's a lot of good feeling where we are right now. And you've got to take advantage of of these kinds of moments in a positive way. Mr. Heyman, thank you so much, as always, for your time. I appreciate you being here.